SeatGeek is the easiest way to find the best deals on tickets to pretty much any live event. Concerts, sports, theater, comedy, whatever you want. Download the SeatGeek app today and enter promo code SEATS to save $20 on your first purchase. This is Therese Paler. She's a B-Rider for Kansas City Star. And I'm here with the A-Team. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Good evening. Focus in on that. Uh, okay, so look, this is an ugly one. Chiefs lose 16 to 10. And this is this is getting ugly now. Fifth loss of six games. Not that long ago, we were talking about playoffs and losing to Jacksonville uh, in the cold. In about the 240-pound back, uh, you know, we're at the point now where this team might not win the division, and thus they might not make the playoffs. You guys send all those little angry faces that you want because you should be <laughs> upset. Um, an embarrassing performance over the last six weeks on multiple levels, particularly offensively. We're not going to be criticizing the defense. The defense is doing its job. It's this offense that's been horrific that we are going to dissect. We will assign blame to it. and We'll try to get to the bottom of whether or not Patrick Mahomes needs to start playing right now because the way this offense has been looking, particularly today, and I know what I said last week, but this week they should have came back, okay? They should have came back and had a better performance. There's only so many times you can take the quarterback ducking in the face of the rush and guys running <clears throat> downfield. There's only so long you can take this stuff. Um, so the Chiefs are going to have to start making some hard, hard choices, right? we got to start yep. figuring out what's going on. So yep. let's start diving into this now. Uh, as always, we typically run through the game real quick, the key plays and all that. We'll answer your questions um, we will also go through, and each guy is going to give kind of their reason that they lost and if there might be any reason for hope. Uh, <laughs> but let's go ahead and get started. So this was a horrible game from the get-go. Uh, <laughs> like, who are we kidding? Well, I'm looking at this first quarter no, sheet. it really was. Punt. Three out. Three out. Three out. Three out. Punt. Three out. Punt. Three out. All right. And then Todd Taylor, <laughs> our man. The man we always end up with on, the, on our fantasy team. Because he comes, this is home for Ty Taylor. This is home. This is a home game for Ty Taylor. Tyrod Taylor looked good again. I like him. I like the guy. Anyway, he, he uh, completes a touchdown pass to Zay Jones. On the move, going to his left. Throwing people nice open. Nice pass. Throwing them open. How about that? Throwing them open with Mark, Mar- Mar- Marcus Peters in coverage. Right, right. Marcus Peters in coverage. Fellas, mm-hmm. day for let's Marcus talk Peters. about that play. Tyrod Taylor, what would you think? By the way, 19-29, 183 yards, a touchdown. Took care of the ball. Good day for Ty Taylor. I thought he was better in those numbers, too. Um, he, he did some some eluding. He did some some creation. That was a beautiful pass on that touchdown, too. He's kind of against his body a little bit, perfectly placed, um, right by the sideline, but not too far, so, so his man could still get, uh, you know, could still make the catch. A, a much more difficult throw than many that we saw incomplete when the other team had <clears throat> <laughs> it was a winning performance, is what it was. Yeah, we haven't seen that from the Chiefs quarterback <laughs> no. in a while. But it was, it was a winning performance. I, I will say this: that the uh, the touchdown drive, which was short, right? It was like forty-five y- or fifty-five yards, and then the next possession uh, that resulted in a field goal and a ten-nothing lead came after two what I thought were un Dustin Colquitt-like punts. Uh, one where he uh, one had a nice return, kind of out kicked the coverage a little bit. One was just short into the wind, and Colquitt took uh, uh, took responsibility for those kicks after the game. But it's just something you don't see. Usually Colquitt flips the field, didn't do it this time, and, and uh, put the Chiefs defense in bad positions. So it was nice that the Chiefs came back and punted again on their next drive. Three and out. Um, giving the ball right back to the Bills, <laughs> who probably kicked another field goal. And at this point, it's 10-0 at the start of the second quarter. And we're like, all right, we don't know if these guys, I think this game might be over. Because these guys wasn't do, weren't doing anything. Um, and then finally, no, no, the Chiefs punted again. <laughs> um, oh, here's what happened. The Bills drive down the field, and Stephen Hoshka, good kicker, missed, missed, the, missed field the field goal. And that changed momentum a little bit. Chiefs put, down, put something together. The first first down of the game came at about the two-minute mark. Uh, and what a play that was, yeah. wasn't it? That was big play, big play. 28 yards down, or something, right? All the yards they've had before that combined. Yep, with three minutes and 30 seconds left and a half. Of course, they didn't go anywhere. Uh, they end up getting a field goal, so it's 10-3. And you're thinking, okay, you take the 10-3, 
go, yeah, take that in the halftime. It's okay. Chiefs get the ball nah, to start the second half. Nah, Ty Taylor had something <laughs> to say about that. Crawford mounts a eight-play, 38-yard drive, and Hoshka makes up for it with the 56-yard field goal. Well, that would have been good from 65. Yeah, he kicked the he hell out of it. it right? did, yeah. uh, by the way, that's on those guys up front. That should you should be able. You got to kick that at an angle. You know, you got to kick that at a low angle. Yeah. Somebody should block that. Uh, and then you know, you're heading to halftime down 10-3, and the Chiefs get booed. Rightfully so. Yeah. Did you uh, hear it, Dave? Oh, yeah. Please, you know what? I, I heard it with earplugs in. Because <laughs> uh, I, I started wearing earplugs uh, a couple of years ago. I, yeah, it was like, they're legit booze, and, and why not? Like, if you saw a movie that bad, you would, you'd you walk out, wouldn't you? You know, along those lines, speaking of walking out, I, I thought it was a lot emptier across from us in the press box in the, in the uh, upper bowl, much emptier in the second half. People didn't come back in. I, yeah, least, least that's how it looked to me. Good for them. They, they got things it. to do. They got they got leaves leaves, leaves to rake. Yeah. This is the perfect day to rake leaves. It was very San Diego yeah. of the Chiefs fan. <laughs> yeah. It was just done. Yeah. So a great day for me on the field. That's It's all about me. It was yeah, sure. fantastic. Fantastic so, weather. Now Andy told him to man up in the locker room, and they came out, and they actually called some good plays. They got something together. First drive of the second half, uh, he got a nine-play, 85-yard scoring drive. And it's capped by a touchdown pass from Alex to Albert Wilson. Albert Wilson, who was missed, made some men miss. Good play. Now it's Hayes. Demarcus Robinson with a really good block. Demarcus wow. again yeah, with the block. Yeah, yep. too. Yep. He so could. At that. at that point, the Chiefs lead. I'm sorry. The Chiefs are trailing 13-10. to 10. It's like, okay, would that be the thing to give them some momentum? They capped it, by the way, with a celebration nobody understood. That was um, dumb. That didn't, you know. They're posing for, like, I mean – I don't know. That's Not played out. That's played out. The, the posing is played I mean, out. A, a huge drop from the potato sack. It, huge drop. Huge drop, and and notably, much time to prepare for the next celebration after the potato sack. <laughs> <is. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dallas, New York, York bye week, New York. Two. Uh, it was just short of what? It was 120 minutes or something like that. It, it was four full quarters last week. Uh, overtime last week. Two weeks. Uh, two quarters this week. 24 minutes against Dallas. Whatever that adds up to, it was a long, long time. You got you got time to rehearse. So the Chiefs yeah, had some momentum at that point. It's like, okay, you know, they, they might be able to get some. Eh, first play, Bills get the ball. Ty Taylor, Charles Clay, 33 yards. That's yeah, what you want. Yeah, what happened on that play? <laughs> what happened? That Marcus Peters was in position to make the pick, right? Oh, God. That yeah. was the ball that went right through Marcus Peters' yeah. hand. And the what, is, what happened? What? It looked like watching that light. You could see that ball floated yeah, in the air. Float, yeah, and and Marcus had a beat on it, and it, it like Marcus had to slow down to get there at the time that the ball got there. You know what I mean? And he just sort of like I didn't see what happened. Like he kind of waved at it. Was he was he afraid that he was going to get contact after he caught it? Or I, overrun it, was, it or something? Or I've he's not going to get Marcus an easier play, interception. Right? Oh, he totally was, that was, that was a million that percent was complicated. Quintessential and, interception. And there was yes, wasn't there a face yes. mask or something at the end of that that gave him another 15 yards. Mm-hmm. It was something they had a penalty ah, at the end of that. Damn. So that was you're worth, right. That 13 was, to 10 momentum the, for, for the first time today. Momentum with the Chiefs and the yeah. Bills get a play that goes for about 50 yards. Yeah. I, yeah, and, yeah. And and you know like a 60 or 70 yard swing. Yeah. Plus possession. I, know, I just I, I love the, the parallel universe concept, and that that's the one that's the play that that, that in parallel universe he makes that, and, that, and another, that's it. In returns, year he it, makes yeah, it's a pick six. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's an absolute game. pick six. Yeah, that's, that's right. the game. That and that's the moment that they need, yeah. and that's yeah. the, that turns everything around yeah. for them. And yeah. so at that point, the game the, the Bills kick a field goal, and it's sixteen to ten. Little did we know at the time there would be no more scoring. Uh, yeah, we had a hunch. At least on one side. Yeah, we had a hunch. I'd seen the trailer of that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we got a Chiefs punt. Rotten, rotten tomatoes. We got a Bills punt. Got a Chiefs punt. Got a Bills punt. Got a Chiefs punt. Got a Bills punt. <laughs> got a Chiefs incomplete deep left to Ty Hill. T. Hill injured yeah, on the what play. A, what a pe- Good times. What you yeah, what was that? That was... That was the fourth down, right? That was the yep. fourth and two mm-hmm. or whatever. I can't remember what it was the distance. But I th- Alex missed. I forgot who he missed on that play, but he had somebody open and went to a Ty Hill that was in, in traffic. And also wasn't It was in traffic, but an accurate pass yeah. gets, gets it done. Gets it done, and right. it wasn't an accurate pass. It was in and, front of him. And look, I, we're going to probably talk more about this, but we can cut to it for a second here. He's missing by a lot on a lot of these plays. I think he's hurt. And also, there's something going on with this pocket presence. I'm speculating. I, I, I'm speculating I feel certain there's percent. something's wrong with him. I'm, I'm speculating I really do. a million percent now. 
this is ridiculous. Uh-huh. He's not this bad. There's something going on with him. The offense, they're not taking the shots they used to. Remember in the Dallas game, he missed all those deep throws. He was connecting on those early in the season. Mm-hmm. They're not attempting him. He's not trying to attempt him. Like, his deep ball is wobbly. In the Denver game, he looked like he was grimacing a little bit. After, I don't know. There's something going on with him. It's not just that he sucks. All right? Like, that's just not what – I mean, we, we've seen some bad quarterbacks here. I've seen him. I grew up in Detroit, okay? Like I said, he doesn't just suck. There's something going on. Um, I don't know. But whatever it is, they better fix it because this can't keep up. Teams are loading the box. They can't run the ball because there's always a guy in the box. And they're overloading things, so you you got to throw on it. you got to throw over these zones. They can't do it. That's why they're losing. That's the thing that's most shocking, too. Not, I don't know if shocking is the right word, but most troubling in some ways is that the defenses are making clear bets every week now. They're going to overload the line of scrimmage and, and, and rush more than the Chiefs can, can block and betting that Alex Smith can't do anything about it. Can't, can't beat them downfield and can't make the quick reads and quick decisions to beat that. And they've been right for you more than a month now. You can't run some of these looks against a quarterback that's going to hurt you. Yeah. You can't do some yeah. of this stuff against. Especially, and, and you know, against, this is ridiculous. Against a quarterback that can hurt you and also a quarterback that has Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill to right. throw to. Right. I mean, it, and at they're some not point, doing anything about it. Exactly. They can't do anything about it. Um, there was one time he dropped back and his feet were stamping. And he looked and kind of turned his shoulders like three ways. And at that point, he wasn't even looking to kind of complete the pass. He was just sort of, ah. Like, overload. Yeah, it's like yep. there's too much stuff going on, which is, we like in, when they were 5-0, and oh, man, he was just like, none of that. Yeah. There was none of that. Yeah. So the Chiefs get one more chance to score because they force a punt. Defense actually showed up today. Don't blame it on them. They showed up today. I thought they played well. They're 2-0 and I, oh the last two weeks. Right, exactly. I, I thought the Bills misplayed their their, their their final possession here. Yeah. They, they, mm-hmm. Chiefs use all three of their time. I think it was 245 mm-hmm. when the possession started. The Chiefs get the ball back before the two-minute warning. So it was like from 249 to 228. That was right. perfectly and, done. And, yeah. yeah. And, and look, the Chiefs, yeah, they used the timeouts wisely. Um, I don't, but I don't remember what the Bills could have done. I mean, I guess you got to run. There, there was a play on third down. Um, they threw to that tight end, and as good as I thought, Tyrod Taylor was good today. But he threw his his guy was wide open. You remember this play? And he threw it kind well, of at his feet, and the guy had to get go. Well, down I thought they were three straight. Yeah, I they did. Oh, no, no, yeah, a different possession. I'm sorry. It was, oh, it was the oh. possession right before that, I think, on the third down. <clears throat> I do remember that. I do remember that play. It was just a bad. It was a bad throw. Second but. sixteen, and he threw it, and the guy had to go to the ground, and then uh, and then they stopped him. But you're right. Chiefs get the ball back with the 14, I think, or something like that. 14 or 15. And um, did any, was anybody feeling like they were going to go the length of the field and put the ball in the end I didn't zone? Feel like that. I, not, not at that point. I thought on the previous possession, the one that ended with the fourth down incomplete, the Tyreek Hill, that that was that was. But then they get that huge break, which what should have been a huge break, right? That wasn't the, on the last possession, the penalty with the uh, with sort of like that's a right. phantom phantom fifteen foul. Oh, that's right. right. The Fort Then, oh, then yeah. I started thinking, yeah. well, yeah. this is going to somehow work out for them, and mm-hmm. uh, for a flicker anyway. <laughs> Third and eight at the Buffalo thirty-six. Alex Smith short right pass intended for T. Hill, intercepted by Tre'Davious White, who. Ironically enough, the Bills selected with the Chiefs' first-round pick <laughs> in the Patrick Mahomes trade. Nice. Gotta love that Chiefs look. That's, that's, that's wearing a metaphor for dinner right there. By the there. way, Tredavious White, who the Chiefs interviewed at the Combine, who they genuinely liked, who very well might have been the pick had they not traded up for Mahomes. Good times. You gotta love that. Uh, um, so, yeah, so the Chiefs lose 16-10. And the number one thing everyone's talking about, Sam, you had a very good column on this. Um, yeah. Alex Smith, like at this point, <laughs> people are talking about Mahomes, and like mm-hmm. this is like a real, this is more mm-hmm. real yeah. about the need for there to be a change than it's been in a long time. Yeah, I still <clears throat> think we're not there yet. But when the reasons for not making that switch are that the backup's not ready and hasn't taken snaps, that's mm-hmm. not a very that's that's not an argument you make with much passion. Right. Alex Smith, how what, however you want to rank him, the last four games have been by far his four worst of the season, and probably the last two, the Giants game, he was horrendous, um, and then he was terrible again today in a spot where you have to be better, a spot where you're playing a team that gave up 101 points the last two weeks, a spot where you're coming off of the worst game of the season. Like you just, you just can't do that. And, and, and expect anybody to have any confidence in you. He's missing basic throws. Um, he's 
not helping his offensive linemen. You know, th there are times where he drops back way too far and ruins their angles. There's times that he breaks the pocket way too way too soon um, and doesn't give his guys downfield a chance. It's just um, he is. I wrote this. He he is their worst player right now. And as long this season is in a free fall, and it's going to be a free fall until he is no longer their worst player. Uh, it's well said. It's really well said. I don't disagree. There was a good column that I read before I came in here. Um, it's it's startling uh, the difference between five and zero Alex Smith and and one and five Alex Smith. Uh, he he's not the same guy. He's not the same guy. I. I, I want to hear more of Therese's theory about uh, you know thinking he's hurt or where that might have happened. I'm I'm interested in that. I the NFL would you know we'll never know. We may no. ne never know that. No. Um, but something has to explain this you know this performance. This performance. to that. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, in the Denver game, there were points you could see him clearly grimacing. He hasn't been the same since that game. And there were games earlier in the year. Remember, he took some shots. Remember? Yeah, there was some times he's taking some real shots. Eagles, and it's still Eagles, right. took the some Eagles game, right. There's been times he's taking some shots. He was good after that, too. But mm -hmm. He took um, some big ones today, too. Right. Um, that, that I'm thinking about that third down when Demarcus Robinson was open down the field and he decided to run and get oh. blasted in the oh. spleen. Um, he, he took a shot, a really big shot, a few of them, last week in New York, right? Mm -hmm. uh, right at the end of the game. Scrambling. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he'll, he'll do you, take do you some see abuse. him hobble off? I mean, do you? I, I don't see. I see him look more. I see him more look look more frustrated than injured. Okay. And I saw him today, like yet, like looking down and yelling at the turf as he's walking off. I mean, he's clearly frustrated. Yeah. Um, I can't tell if he's injured or not, but man, he has taken some pops. Well, that one along the Bills sideline there at the end of the first quarter, the last play of the yeah, first yeah, quarter, yeah. man, that looked, that, I was like, mm, let's see if he gets up from that. Let me, let me also say this. He might not be, like, physically injured, but these shots he's taken have taken a toll. Mm. What happens is you start taking enough shots with the head trauma this guy's had in his career, your eyes start doing this uh -huh. as opposed to keeping him up. He's not throwing people open anymore. He's not evading a rush and throwing people open. and throwing. That stuff is gone. And sometimes that can happen just by taking hits. That can happen in the course of a season. Self-preservation, right? There's a, that, there's a reason they took Patrick yeah. Mahomes, and yeah. it wasn't just because of the head trauma. Uh -huh. Like, hey, man, like they are preparing for the future here. Yep. And if you don't know how he's been doing, I wrote a story on during the bye week about how he's been prepping. I'm hearing good things about how this guy's throwing. Like, people are saying, like, he's making throws. Now, that doesn't mean he's got the offense down, okay? That's probably the opposite of that. I'm sure he's a ways away from that still. But he might have a command of enough to get you through if you need him to play. And there's something to be said for his creativity, which we both loved in mm -hmm. college. Sometimes that's enough. You know, we got to start – like, this is more real. There needs to at least be a conversation in that coaching room over there about this at this point. What, was well, there a conversation in the post-game press conference with Andy? Yeah, Reed was asked, and he basically quickly dismissed it. No, no. not there yet. Yeah. The, the problem, one of the problems with making a quarterback switch, and I completely agree, this conversation is changing, um, but you can't do it in the middle of a game. Like, it has to be done. He's taken basically zero reps. He's taken basically as many reps with the starters in practice this season as any of the five of us have. He's scout team. Alex Smith, the ones get the ones. And so if you're going to make a switch, you have to do it. You have to buffer for that a little bit. You, you have to give him some of those snaps during the week. And when you do that, you better have a good pulse. You better have a good feel for how that locker room feels because um, a lot – and I'm talking – I'm thinking mostly of Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey right now. A lot of those guys are reverential about Alex and about, like, what he means to them and his leadership and all that. So if the coaching staff is going to make – that switch, not only do they have to do it ahead of time a little bit and give Alex some more snaps, but they better be pretty sure that the, that the guys who matter in that room are going to be behind the decision. Yeah. Well, that may be one of the reasons Kelsey got out of the locker room as quickly as he did today. Yeah. He, Kelsey always stays and talks. Yeah, he, he didn't he, today for the first time I can remember. from 87, was, I'll tell you yeah, that right yeah. now. He was dressed before we even got in the room and yeah. his way out as we came in. 87's annoyed that they can't beat zones, and it's not just cover two guys. Mm -hmm. It's all of them. They can't, they can't throw up teams out of this stuff so I look man it I don't know like I, just to be clear I was speculating about the injury I'm, my point is there's something going on because he's not the same guy he was maybe it's the shots he's taking but it's, maybe he's more skittish 
you know, the offensive line could be better, yeah, but Ty Hill's still out there. To me, it's too, it's too dramatic, too precipitous a drop-off to just, you know, suggest that it's, oh, he's just regressing to the mean. Yeah. I mean, he was that good, and he's been that bad. It's, it's yeah. not just, you know, a slump or, you know, Alex being Alex. We, we talk about, like, like anecdotally, like all the throws that he misses and the shots he's taken and all that stuff. Statistically, the best the, – through seven games, his passer rating was 120.5, I believe, which is higher than any quarterback in the NFL since 2011, Aaron Rodgers in 2011. In the last four games, his passer rating is 78.7, which is almost identical to Matt Castle's passer rating when he was in Kansas City. Yeah. Like, that's what he's gone from. Here, here's what know. we know is going to happen when Patrick Mahomes plays. He's going to come out. He's going to do pet stuff. He's going to start making some throws, boy. Y'all going to get excited. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna sling two, three games. And then opposing defensive coordinator is going to have that tape. And they're going to see what he misses. They're going to make him make those throws. And that's fine. That's good, that's good experience for Patrick. I'm just saying you got to make it. Whatever you do with this quarterback is going to be based on what you think the ceiling for this year's team is. If you don't think – that if you don't think that this team can go further than winning a playoff game, maybe you go to Pat. That's yeah. fine. But like whatever you do, and this is Andy, and you gotta decide like what the ceiling for this year's team is. Is this team so broken that they dreams of going to the Super Bowl, going to AFC championship game, or hell, at this point, even going to the divisional round is broken, you might as well let Pat play. But if he thinks that's still real, and there's a chance Alex can fix it. I think you keep Alex. Sure, it's really up to Andy. This brings up a really good question, though, about how this team has been prepared or not prepared the last couple weeks since the bye week, right? Andy, 16-2 after byes before that Giants game. I don't think it's been a team that's looked particularly inspired or prepared. It's, right. it's certainly had its share of sort of follies and oddities and, and things that suggest sloppiness. And I, we don't know this. We can't know this. But I, I'd sure love to hear what the internal conversations are about what they think is going on, as opposed to what you know, little the they is might trying, say to us. The defense is trying. You guys remember Pulp Fiction at the end of Pulp Fiction with Sam L. Jackson is like in the diner. Yeah, he's like, what did he say? The truth. The truth is, I am the wolf and you are the sheep or something. But I'm trying real hard to be the shepherd. The defense is trying real hard to be the shepherd. There is some real frustration so from the shepherds. And the, and the defense, I, I will tell you that right now. Marcus Peters was not in that room. By the time we got in there, Marcus, that his chair was in his locker. No, no, no. He was done. Um, no, nah, there's some super frustration on the defensive side of the ball. And they, they haven't started cannibalizing each other publicly yet, which is the next step. Well, there's just like basic issues, right? Like, um, the, the, it was on defense, they had the 12 men, right? Where they were just, as Vahe pointed out, like, they were just, they were good with 12. Like, they were just hanging out. They were like, this is our 12. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is our 12. That was exactly what it was like. I mean, no, that's, I was so struck by that. Nobody was trying to get off the field. No. Like, who I mean, missed the line? Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, we got this play. This play is ours. In fact, I don't, I'd like to see how many plays before that they had 12 out there. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and before that, I think it was before that, they had the play where, where Tyreek Hill and Albert Wilson go to the same spot to catch a screen pass. Like, just basic execution. I, I wrote in my halftime. Oh, my God. I wrote in my halftime observations. I, I think that's the most embarrassing pro play of Andy Reid's tenure, or at least this year. Well, that, everything. No, no, no. I'm saying everything to crush Alex Smith and Andy Reid about is in that play. <laughs> it's in those three seconds. Like the same two guys going for a pass behind the line of scrimmage, you know, that was probably going to get – it's kind of max out at three yards, that play. And, and you're right, you know, he did still throw it. And I don't know what his, uh, you know, emergency move there is, but it can't really be go ahead and throw it to the two guys standing in the same place. I mean, that – something's off kilter there too. Ugh. Let me revisit real quick the, the Mahomes, uh, not to compare a fifth-round pick to a first-round pick and whatnot, but uh, let's just remember what happened in, with, with these same Buffalo Bills a week ago when um, they thought they had their quarterback of the future start a game. And how many – it was eight passes, five interceptions and eight pass attempts. It was unbelievable. Nathan Peterman, the rookie. So that was a gross miscalculation by Sean McDermott and the Bills. And, again, not to compare – Peterman to Mahomes, but that's the type of thing that could happen when you 
when you run somebody out there who who hasn't in his NFL debut. I don't know if that was Peterman's debut. He may have taken snaps in the previous game, but but I mean it would it would be Mahomes' debut when he when he takes the field for the first time. Yeah. Uh, outside of the quarterback play, like can we blame some of this play calling too? We can go sure. to the offense and the play sure. calling and the offensive line. We can yep. we can go there. So let's go there. Direct snap to Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah, I was just going to say, the, the, Kelsey, the, 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 the direct the snap, snap to Kelsey. I'm on like, a, on a, in a kind of a critical third down like, play. We're still doing kind of, kind of goof yes. plays. It was kind of a goof play. And I was like, uh oh. I saw Kelsey back there and I was like, hmm. Well, it also yeah. wasn't quick. There, there's yeah. stuff that works. They're, they're sort of um, trick plays or whatever. They're gimmick plays. They're quick. There's – they fool the defense. That that play had no chance to fool the it, defense. It, it Absolutely takes, it no takes, chance. It takes their best players and puts them out of position. Yeah. You know, and puts them in a confined space yeah. where they can't make yes. a play. Yes. That was that was I thought another like the Kelsey throw. So he's taken two snaps this year, right? And <laughs> one was an interception, the other was a third down uh, boondoggle. Yeah. So I, I just thought bad time for that. Ugh, what a bad call. If Patrick Mahomes were to play at this point, let's, let's just take the temperature to table right now. Would you start Alex Smith in the next game? Yes or no? I would. What but I, I, one, more, one more like this, the conversation is changing. And, and I'm not sure I wouldn't give Pat a few snaps this week. Yes, start Alex Smith. Uh, yes, because I'm not sure that, that if, if Alex Smith can get back to mean Alex Smith, like, the, the average Alex Smith. They should be able to beat the Jets, but uh, I've heard all of this, like, soft schedule thing, but, I mean, you know, they got they got run by the Bills. I, you know what? I'd still start them, um, but I do think, you know, last week you're thinking this is this is um, a really bad game, but it's one game. Now it's two games, and you're thinking it's pretty bad. And he was bad against and, Dallas. And he, he was, but he had good moments against Dallas, too. I, 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 I don't remember that thinking that was a – terrible game, but maybe that's been flushed out by these two awful games, but Sam brings up a really good point, which is something I I hadn't really thought much about, but is it time to just give Patrick Mahomes a series or two somewhere? Yeah, my two-minute role at the end of the game. I think you should start the next game, but this week, like, you better make sure Mahomes is ready. That's a college thing, though. That never happens in the NFL, does it? It doesn't, but why couldn't it? For the record, I did mean snaps in practice yeah, uh, yeah, to yeah. try and get mm-hmm. him ready. Yeah. Um, Which would that light a fire under Smith? It's like, oh, we're going to split. We're going to split the laundry. I guess not. But that's, don't you remember how we felt about it in the first five weeks? Yeah. yeah they drafted the, you know, well, and, drafted and the then, quarterback. He's put, got some pressure on him. What was it? It was against the Titans, and, and Mahomes threw a couple of couple of dimes. And I, I always thought that. Smith was like, "Oh, huh, look at that! Uh, I guess I'll come out and I'll, I'll do my th- my throwing the ball around." If the Chiefs lose against the Jets, who should start the next game at home against Oakland? If he plays like that again, then I, I think it's going to be a very different <laughs> uh, A team Facebook Live next week. If he plays like that again, well, then then they start after the Jets. They the next two games are Raiders Chargers here for first place. I mean, it'll yeah. Chiefs lose next week, and you know, but maybe all three teams have the same record: Chargers, yeah. Raiders, and Chiefs. So then it's then it's a toss up in the division, and and the Chargers. And it goes win. back to Therese, what you were saying. What's the objective of the season? Is it to get you know it's Patrick Mahomes ready? But it it's has to win. be. It's the NFL, and if you got a chance to be in the playoffs, you you, you play the guys that you think are going to get you there. It's to win as many games as possible. And hopefully make the playoffs. That's the edict from Clark Hunt. Um, what about you? What do you say if they lose the next game like that? Uh, Mahomes, because at that point, at that point, I think the Chargers have the momentum. I mean, they looked great on Thanksgiving, and I was, you know, what, like 450 passing yards, and I was like, whew. I was like, the, the difference between you know first half Chiefs and and second half Chargers. I don't know. Chargers were 0 and 4. Yeah. Chiefs were 5 and 0. What about you? Um, I, it really depends on what what Alex Smith contributes to. If if you're saying if they lose to the Jets and he looks bad, I'd be thinking about a way to get Mahomes some playing time. I'm not sure I would pull the plug though. You got to still ask yourself your point, Therese. Best chance to win, and you're still rolling the dice a little on on that now. Especially with Oakland and San Diego. God, the Chargers. 
especially yeah, why are you in Los Angeles? God. So dumb. Um, especially with <laughs> except the, the stuff up's great. It is great, especially with the looking forward to the next trip. Especially with the Chargers and Raiders. That being the next, those are the next two games at home. The division's on the line. You basically win those games. You win the division. I don't know. It's tough. The it's reason tough. that you switch is if he is horrendous, just atrocious for what would be the third straight week, and you think that Travis Kelsey bouncing out of the locker room, Marcus Peters bouncing out of the locker room, if there's beginning, I think you read the room, I guess is what I'm saying. That plus um, how Pat looks in practice. And those are two things that we just can't really know. One thing I will tell you, so I think we said before the season that we weren't going to talk about the Mahomes-Smith thing because Alex led him out of a 1-5 yep. goal before. Yep. What is their record the last six games? Yep. That's, it's the worst. It matches that as the worst six-game stretches in the Andy Reid tenure here in Kansas City. And what did we also say? We weren't going to, like, really, really start asking about it until they did something a little worse than the 1-5. He's earned that. Yep. yep. So – He's going to be okay this week. That's a good way They go one and six. Mm-hmm. That's beyond what they did in 2015. All bets are off mm-hmm. at that point. We've Man. given them the fair shot. We've yeah. given them the fair shot. Um, you know, like this they, – they, that's it, man. Team this may feel that way as well. I think change we, something. I'm well, trying hard. Something. The defenders this are is, trying hard to be the shepherds. This is the same I'm telling you. This is the same team <laughs> – it, that, that beat the Patriots on offense, so except for Brian Witzman isn't bad. starting, Zach Fulton is, line, Connelly. and Connolly isn't starting. <laughs> you, you happy with that point? I was going to say, I'm so glad that you're using that line from Pulp Fiction, not about 40 others nice. from that movie, which would make it very lively. It's a great movie, by the way. It is a great movie. Great. Who, who was, I can't remember who said it now, if it was you or you or you or you, but the idea, the, the, the difference in the reason for Kelsey leaving the room right away Right, if, if that I think you said it. I guess Ashley Stanley. Like, if the reason is because he's so supportive of Alex versus I'm really fed up with Alex. Uh-huh. That maybe there's a thin line there. I, one, I, one thing Travis doesn't like is when he thinks he's got touchdowns and he doesn't get the ball. Yeah. That, that, will get, hey, that will get. I'll him. tell you. What, I'll tell you how important Travis is to this team. He didn't have a reception the first half. First play of the second half. Yeah. Get Travis a catch because yeah. he's got the streak going. I don't know what it's up to, but he has, he's had one in every game since he's been a starter. Can I, can I say this too, real quick? If if and when they make the switch to Pat, if Andy Reid starts off and says, "Listen, this has got nothing to do with how we feel about Alex," <laughs> I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> I've heard you say that so many times. Hey, listen, we love the guy, right? It has more to do with how Pat's done, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, that's exactly what he's going to hey, say. Listen, it's got more to do with what Pat lose is done, right? It's going to be great. I hope it does it. I'm great with that view. You don't even have to hope. If it comes to that, that is exactly what he's going to do. Uh, no doubt, right? Yeah. 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 Look, 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 this has nothing to do with Alex. Just, we're making the best move of the football team. It's yeah. um, ridiculous, man. Uh, any other thoughts about reasons why they lost before we move on, guys? Who's got something? Look, I, I do. I want to stay with this a little bit on Andy. Okay. I, I wouldn't suggest he's lost the team. I don't mean anything like to that degree, but is he reaching this team? Is, is, he, is, is this team? I want to go to Hewlett on that. What, what's the effort like compared to the first? Are you, can you get a sense for that at all? Like, are you... I would say the, the most interesting thing I saw, and it's on the other side of the ball today, uh, I saw Tom Bahali standing from me to you mm-hmm. with Gary Gibbs with a he- headset on, Tom Bahali jumping up and down, waving his arms, trying to get called into the game. Did he really? Yeah, two plays in a row. And I was like, I looked over there, I was like, what is, what is Tomba doing? Why and did he play? He is, he is trying to get Gary Gibbs to get him to send, send him into the game, I which I, I just thought was like such an unusual thing. It was, it was the most unusual thing I saw down there today. Mind you, Frank Zombo's gotten the most snaps of any Chiefs outside linebacker the last two games. Like, Time to check Tomba Twitter, I believe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I moved a picture of it, literally jumping up and down, waving his arms right in front of Gary Gibbs, who, who finally sent him into the game. And I, I thought, huh, I wonder how that will go over in, in the locker room with Gary. He should have just gone. 12 men on the field. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> the <laughs> it's a thing now. <laughs> it is a thing. It's a strategy. What do you guys think about the offensive line play? 
because every week I feel like we're seeing them go side to side. Yeah. Um, and opposing defensive linemen. I know, are basically. It's just weird. I just don't see many. I, I see holes and they evaporate so quickly. Yeah. But I never see Kareem Hunt getting into that hole before they. Like, he'll just get swallowed up. I just don't see him very much from field level for in front of the line of scrimmage. I just don't see him. And when I see him, he usually breaks it. But the whole thing is just kind of a jumbled mess of, of bodies, an entanglement of bodies. There was one play, uh, I think Blair was commenting on this, that while we were watching the game, that uh, Kareem was running side to side, once again kind of forced that way and, and had his head pulled back, only to see that Zach Fulton was right behind him. <laughs> <laughs> I think the idea there is you have him in front of you. So who's blocking for who there? Yeah, yeah. I got it, I got it, I got it. I, I, I got to tell you, like, as a, as a line guy, as a fat guy that loves football, if I see one more of these zone plays where this line's getting no push-up field and giant defensive linemen got, got their hands, so, like, you try to reach me this way, and I see giant defensive linemen already out there refusing to get reached, Flowing to the ball, going this way, and making plays, I'd, I'm just sick of it. I'm just so sick of it. Yeah. Like, they, they have got to start running more power gap plays. Like, this zone stuff, I get it. Like, I, hey, that's your thing. That's your pet play. I, I get it. But, like, they got to start doubling at the point of attack, climbing to the next level, and punishing some people. Because, like, this zone stuff is not – the linebackers are shooting gaps. The moment the ball snaps, there's just pew, there's nothing there. I don't know, man. Like this is this has got to, you know, they got to do something with this running game. That falls on the offensive line. That falls on the line coach. Yeah. That falls on the man who drafted these guys. That falls on those guys. Like they, they you know, uh, the easiest way to help Alex Smith is by winning up front. And it's been weeks since we've seen the win up front in the running game. Weeks. Kareem Hunt has 173 yards rushing in the last four games. That's one yard more than he had against the Chargers in the third game of the season. Yeah. I mean, it's 17 yards today. And, that look, Alex Smith has been really problematic the last couple of weeks, but if you're getting 17 uh, yards on 11 carries, you're not giving him any chance to have any space either. I mean, yeah. it, it all adds up. Chicken and egg, right? Because uh, part of the reason there's no holes is there's more defenders up there than there have been. And Alex needs to throw the ball downfield a little bit and beat those guys uh, to, to loosen that up. And he's just not doing that. Okay. I don't blame any of this on Kareem Hunt. I think Kareem well, Hunt yeah, is, he is listen, not I, I don't blame any chance. for him either. He's a rookie. He just I, I want him – I love his power. I love how he can drag def- you know, defensive players with him. But I want to see a little more shiftiness from him. I want him to see him be able to cut a little bit when, when – the hole's not in front of him. Go, go, you know, be able, the ability to go left or right. I haven't seen that from him. But, again, I, I think he's a terrific player. I think he's a Pro Bowl-level running back. And, um, and, and, and the Chiefs are fortunate to have a guy like that. Let me also say, guys, just so we can acknowledge our, our, our listeners and readers, season high, 223 today. People watching. So oh, man. Absolutely. Is that right? Yeah, season high. That? Absolutely. That's more than we had against after the Panthers game last year. We all remember that was a hell of a game, right? <laughs> Including Brad, who who messaged that he was uncorking and opened a bag of chips just as we were coming <laughs> over. Brad, yeah. <laughs> who was that? All right, let's Thanks, answer Brad. some questions, man. We can go home. Um, let's see. Terminable effort by Reed by Scott Matt. You know when teams start losing, boy, they start going to fire in the coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, let's calm down. They, you know, a lot of teams would be glad to have them. Fire Reed says ritual. Okay, all right. Um, Hector Hector Latin Hector La Music says if Mahomes doesn't get any snaps next week, it's a mistake. Uh, ooh, I, Craig Craig Ingram says worst football team I've seen in a long time. Okay, well, 2012, right, buddy? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just constantly amazed at how quickly, like Kansas City, we know. Almost did it. We know crappy teams better than <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yeah, so better than a lot of places. Like, there's so many Chiefs teams that are worse than this team. <laughs> you know, Tom McDaniel says, "How how can Alex throw now field? He hasn't done doesn't have time to throw. Is that true? 
I don't know. I feel like there's times there's a fairly clean pocket. He's bailing a little bit. I, yeah, I think that happens way more than he doesn't have time. Yeah. What happens way more often is he has time and doesn't think he does. I, I also think one of the keys to Alex early in the season during the 5-0 and start was he would elude you know, uh, pressure and then find somebody on the run. <laughs> You don't see yeah. that. You don't see that anymore. Yep. How, many, yes. how many nice plays did he create for himself, yes. and opportunities did he create that you just don't see him do anymore? Yeah. Harry Gerbils. Oh God, he got me. That's good. That's funny. Um, <laughs> that's good. What's the deal with Eager? Could he be helpful on this line? It's actually a good question from somebody whose name isn't real. Um, <laughs> I'm blocking you, Harry. You're done. Um, Harry. Yeah. What's, his, Harry. what's his last name? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but it, it is a good point, though. Um, so stupid. Um, Why do you ask a good question and go to the, the, the trouble of changing your name like that? I read it crazy. I like it. Good for you, Harry. Anger, look. Reed said last week that he hasn't forgotten about Inger, which makes me think he might be close to playing soon. I talked to him, talked to him on Friday, and um, and he's you know, been keeping his head up and practicing. He's he's been working <laughs> at tackle too. He's he's, he's like the, the depth at tackle. Aaron Davis says, "Torres, where's the gleam, man?" <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Let me tell you, it's been a long time since we've seen the gleam. Okay? Yeah. When was the last That's time we've seen the gleam? Can we get a Gunther in here? Can we get a Gunther? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. I'm gonna break out the Gunther Cunningham sniper glasses next week. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Brad Garrett's asking for Sarkandrick West. No carries. Power gap runs, please. Thank you, Jordan. That's right. This is, I'm tired of this. Third and two power run. Kareem, no chance. Well, that's no chance because he's not on the field on third down. <laughs> oh, this is good. Uh, readers, because you guys ride. When will Andy Reid give up play calling? Okay. All right. Never. Not as long as he's here. Yeah. He, he literally coaches so he can call plays, guys. It's like the one thing he finds fun. Like he, loves co- he loves calling the plays. It's why he, that's why he is coaching. This is a 59-year-old man who's a millionaire. He's won a Super Bowl already as an assistant Gone in Green Bay. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's got a ring. Yeah. You know, He's got his house in Southern California. He doesn't really need this. He just really enjoys calling plays. <laughs> He just loves it. He can't get enough of it. He's never giving it up. Stop. Okay? It, you know, this and whenever, like, they do well, it's, a lot of it's going to be Matt Nagy. It's because of Matt Nagy. But when it's, it's their fault, is when, when they're doing bad, is he going to take the blame? But please believe no matter what, it's going to be he's going to have a role. He is calling the plays. Period. This takes me to a moment uh, where... Where somebody among the A-team, no names, but we were all sitting together today, sort of made a, a snarky comment <laughs> when uh, when the, the Chiefs were taking the ball again about, wonder what Andy has dialed up now. <laughs> <laughs> and, but the humor in this is that a couple weeks ago, you could have, we, we, and we were talking about this earlier, you, you could have said that and you'd be really you're thinking, just, I really can't wait seat. to behold right. what he's going to come up with. And it's that thin a line sometimes between what innovation and, and I don't know what you'd call it. These these things would be, but it. So you think he's in it? You think he's in it for the uh, for the play call? I, I think it's the press conferences. I, I, think, I think that's what he really appreciates. That's what he lives for. Yes, it gives yes. him life. I got you. Yeah, the press conferences. He does love sharing the knowledge. Oh, he does. He loves sharing it. Um, ooh. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Should Chris Conley ask for an extension? Well. They do miss him. I think we analyzed this earlier, by the way. Chiefs with Chris Conley, <laughs> five and zero. Oh. Chiefs without him, one and five. Yeah. Tano passing your plate a little. Oh, what, what is our take on? What is our thought on Revis playing next week? Defense is not the problem. Right. By the way, Terrence Mitchell comes back, uh, makes play. First two, first two drives, he's made a play. Yep. Did, nice did he get beat today? Did you guys notice Terrence getting beat? I assume he did, but I didn't like. There was no play where I was like, "Ooh, Terrence Mitchell sucked." That. Where has that been? Yeah. What was their record with Terrence Mitchell? 
five and two. I don't get why they would have started. Yeah. This has been an eighteen mystery all season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stumped. Yeah. <laughs> eighteen. No, I mean, I'll tell you why. I, it's because mental stuff, right? Like yeah. they trusted Acker not to freelance. A little too much freelancing and mental mistakes for the coaches. That well, guess what? You know. Yeah. yeah. Who was the twelfth man today? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have our answer if you don't play next week. That's pretty good. Um, Aaron Green says, "How can the locker room not be turning on Smith? They see what we see." Uh, you tell us. It doesn't work that way, does it? I mean, they're not going to. Not publicly. No. Well, look, not, not, in, in addition to that, again, we don't know this, and we're just supposing this, but let, let's assume for argument's sake he is hurt. They probably know that in the locker room. They probably respect him for putting out what he is. I, I assume that. but And, again, it's total conjecture that he's hurt, but they know a lot more about it than we do. And I think I think your, your point's right, Blair. I mean, these guys have a – it's a bigger thing than that, the reverence they have for him. You guys appreciate this. Larry Looper says, Therese, you were no Jason Whitlock. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> What's he talking about? <laughs> well, let the record reflect. I'm a beat writer, not a columnist, okay? Um, Cheap shot, Larry. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to. Oh, I didn't, I'm, I'm I didn't gonna, know. I'm just going <laughs> to. That would have been the time for another yeah. fiction line. You're going to take a left or a right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> has there been a recent? Has there been a recent Casey memory? In recent Casey memory, has there been a team with such a 180 degree turnaround? And how do you see the season turning out? Uh, yes, yes. there's been a lot. Well, I can think of one this very season. Not a pro team. I can think of a yes. college football team yes. that started one and five. Is that yes. right? Yes. And finished seven and five. Yeah. Um, no, they <laughs> took advantage of their easy schedule. Well, yes, they're oh, right. in Missouri. Yes. yes. We were just talking about a Chiefs team that started one and five, and then won the first playoff game in a generation. Right. We were talking like another Chiefs team uh, started nine and zero. Oh. And then lost in one of the most embarrassing playoff losses in recent memory. The 2014 Royals were garbage in July and, they and played great. Game 7 of the World Series. Like, this, we've had a lot. But what's this, what's in interesting to me about this is that there's no one evident cause. Like, I mean, I guess it's cause and effect question. I mean, we can say Alex has looked terrible. We can say Kareem Hunt isn't running. We, but, I mean, it's essentially the same cast yeah. without an incident or episode that we know of without... A catastrophic injury. I mean, it, it, it. I, I don't want to leave one out. There's also the uh, <laughs> KU football this year. Start off one and zero. One and zero. They were the toast <laughs> of college football. Remember that? The toast <laughs> of college football. I don't know why I have oh, to do that. I don't want to leave one out. <laughs> why do I have to do that? Uh-huh. I, I enjoy this. Larry Looper redeems himself. Says Jim Brown wouldn't gain yards behind our offensive line. <laughs> Good one, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Always good when you go to Jim Brown. <laughs> not Emma Smith. Right. Not Walter Payne. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. I like that. That's Best good. football player I've ever saw. Jim Brown was. Yeah, he's the greatest of all time. Uh, well, Jerry Rice is probably. But it's, it's one, too. By position. Yeah. Uh, somebody does an Andy Reid imitation. That's good. Um, how do we fix a stagnant offense? Quarterback's got to get better. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I'm not answering that Drew Locke question. Okay, all right. Okay, Aaron, we're good. That's it. Uh, <laughs> these guys, you guys are out of your minds. Let's go through one more roundtable. Final thoughts here so we can get out of here. Let's start with I, actually. Uh, did, look, I, it's Captain Obvious, but they're in trouble. And uh, I, nothing would surprise me at this point in terms of them not winning for a couple more weeks. I mean, they, could, they shouldn't lose at the Jets, but, you know, momentum's a powerful thing. So... With, they, they just have to win one and see what that changes. Derek Johnson said the same thing. Um, never really seen like a read. I mean, this is this is. I mean, they they they've done like what they are right now is where they were at when we were in Minnesota two years ago at, in front at, of the dumpster. Did the, the dumpster? Yeah, right. the dumpster. It's the same thing. They've been horrible <laughs> um, after the game doing this, and you know whatever criticism you want to levy on them, if you're, they deserve it. Like, this has been piss poor. It's been really bad. Um, as bad as it's been since I've been here, this stretch, will they come out of it? I don't know. I mean, they've done it before. 
so you can't completely bury him, at least not yet, because Andy's shown the and there's not many coaches that would come back from one and five. I mean, he's he he avoided the death march, the death spiral. So, I this Jets game is really important. It's really important for the stability of the quarterback position, for the stability of this team. You know, this is this is the most important game of the season right now. You lose this game, you blow a six and one, six and two start or whatever. They might not bounce back from it. This is it. Got to win. Got to win. They're in a free fall, and they're not going to get out of it until the quarterback gets better. That's all I have. I guess I was I was wrong to dare the impossible dream of winning a second straight division title. You know, <laughs> something that every team in the NFL does kind of regularly, but it's never happened in the history of the Chiefs. They've never won two straight divisions. It was an impossible dream, apparently, because the Chargers and the Raiders are running them down. Chargers especially. That's that's a scary team for the Chiefs. Um, the the the. The Jets game next week is important for for standings reasons as, as well. The Chiefs want to have a lead going into the you know those those games against uh, San L A and, and and Oakland. So impossible dream, just just a second division title. It's like six Powerball numbers. What's your thought? You know, even if even if they win and look great at the Jets. The, the tattoo has already been burned on the arm, and you can't rub the ink off. It's like you will just never know when they'll revert back sure. to this. Um, we, we have no qualm or no thoughts that they're going to revert back to the 5-0 and o Chiefs, but say they rattle off a successful game, who's to say, like, does any Chiefs fan think, oh, well, they've righted the ship. They're back on track. I mean, it'll be good for one game, but then the next game you'll be like, hmm. Jeez, I wonder. Like the first three and out to start the game, like every Chiefs fan in Kansas City would be like, oh, not this again. That's the, unfortunately, the, the pessimism is always stronger than optimism. Yeah, with reason. Yeah, I don't care. All right. Well, thank you guys for watching. Remember to go to KansasCity.com, get all your Chiefs news. Remember to rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, we'd appreciate that. Sports BKC. So yeah, for the guys, I'm Therese Taylor. We'll see you guys on what I'm sure is going to be a very pleasant week answering your questions. <laughs> um, we'll talk to you guys later.